another episode. starting it. We're good. We're <laughs> no, fine. No, we're not. Just one more. I just want to okay, go straight okay, there. Okay, cool. We're doing it. Okay. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Back to Reality, a reality TV time machine. My name is Alex Allwine and this is... Jordan Skinner. And we are your hosts. <laughs> and guys, it's the final countdown. We only have mm, two more episodes left, including this one. Because we're not doing the reunion show. <laughs> no, fuck that. I uh, hate no. reunion shows. I don't need to see them all bronzed up and like of a normal weight. It's so weird seeing them when they look normal because you're so used to them looking terrible. Should mm. we just real quick do like as a, as a bit of chuff? Maybe let's go back and say who looks best on Island Time. Who's look? Who's been looking the best? Who's been looking real good? The the sort of I'd call it the fashion police, but what they're wearing is basically rags most of the time. So maybe it's just like well, some a, people like Colleen and Kelly really got creative, as you had noticed mm-hmm, prior mm-hmm. in these episodes. Uh, their buffs were really put to good use. Um, much to my chagrin, I think Sean has pretty consistently like worn it well. Uh huh. He really does in his bod. He and has sort of like a boy meets world thing happening <laughs> with all of his sweaters, which is really indicative of the time period. But he wears it well. Yeah, man, um, he does. He looks good. He's Richard got a loses a lot on. of weight, but I just don't see that for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't I agree. see it. Yeah. He, I, he needs it. Personally. He likes the weight. You know, some people should just be at the weight they're at. Yeah. yeah. Let's not body shame. You know, Richard's Richard's a good looking dude. He's got those baby blues. He's got a really great face structure. Yeah, he does. Good bones. Like I bet his skull is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd like to flesh. see it. Was that weird? No. Um, I'm also going to put out there Sue. Sue looks great with the natural curls and the sort of. Uh, too much tan. I don't remember what she looked like in the beginning, so I really have no... Well, this is kind of what I'm thinking for why, Sue. She has looked the same throughout. I feel like there Mm. hasn't been much change to Sue's appearance, and maybe it's just everyone else, like, becoming gaunt or uh, becoming gaunt (laughs) or also becoming gaunt, Mm. and just Sue is just still... She's just still Sue. Yeah, Kelly too. She maintains yeah, her Kelly muscle also. more than a lot of people. They're keeping it one hundred. They're keeping it tight. Um, they're not. Lo- <laughs> we're not asking you to lose weight. Um, so I want you to tighten. <laughs> just tighten. <laughs> just tighten, and maybe you know stop what? eating, but just tighten. You know, it was tight before this episode, Alex. The Alliance, but not anymore because this is season one, episode twelve. It's episode 10. It's 12. Am I wrong? Oh, Alex. <laughs> it's episode 10. We're doing it again. And we're doing episode 10 again. Help Go me. back. Episode 12, Death of an Alliance. <laughs> it's day 34. 34 days. And we learned that Ratana as a tribe, the name... <laughs> The sigil, the history is meaningless House to Ritana. everyone. The tribe has no meaning. Tagi didn't have any meaning, such as what rich. Blah, blah, blah. They're know? all just like, you know what? Ratana never meant shit. Tagi was everything. Tagi and, or but die. Then they also and then Rich like, is like, no. yeah, also fuck Tagi. Fuck everyone here. You know, there is a theme in this episode, which I could not get out of my little bean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called capitalism. Now, this is the stage where individuation takes over. There's no collective unconscious. Mm -hmm. There's no, 
working together. It's all about me getting mine and such and things. Mm. And so everybody is, with the exception of Rudy, he's a different part of the cog of capitalism. He's a true military man. He really is. Uh, Much to his and to everyone's detriment, I would say. Um, Everybody else is talking about how they're going to win the game, how it's like everybody's at each other's throats and backstabbing and whatnot. Rudy's sitting there like, if I give my word, it's my word, no matter what. Mm -hmm. If I make a commitment, then that's it. No matter if I realize it's wrong later, whatever. Those are just things that I thought while he was saying that. (laughs) And um, (laughs) then he's also like, if somebody gives me their word, it should mean something. And if not, I'll kill them. That was the implication. He's like, I have people that can take care of them if they ever betray me. And I was like, Yeah, Rudy's real, uh, Rudy's flexing a little bit mm-hmm. to the choir, kind of flexing to the choir a little bit. That's what that saying is. Um, is it not? Yeah. What is Finessing it? to the choir. Finessing to the choir. Thank um, you. Um, you're right. Uh, Sean basically thinks everyone, uh, Sean's saying like everyone is just talking shit about everyone They're else. They're doing this thing, which I won't go too much into it, but in my life has been a constant experience in my early days Mm -hmm. where it's like, as a metaphor, perhaps everyone is a spy and everybody knows each other is a spy. So they talk a very seemingly open game and it's pretty transparent. They're like, yeah, I guess we'll vote this person off. Or I know that you're plotting against me. It's fine. It's whatever, but we'll vote it off. As long as nobody admits to each other that they're spies, even though everybody knows it, then somehow it's still okay. Do you still talk to those people much who mm-hmm. are like that? Too? That was just a metaphor. That, oh, um, it's, no, no, not it's not that. based on any real experience. Um, you know who is based on a re- real experience? <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> is uh, Kelly doesn't trust Rich. Yeah. And Rich does this real fun thing where he's playing um, like... It's sort of like, have you ever thought it's like everyone's a spy, you know? Sometimes I was thinking about this is that like everyone's a spy. (laughs) So so. pretty much it's very like Machiavellian Machiavellian, Mm -hmm. um, tactics happening and all the fissures are starting to show, but they really don't matter because everybody's talking about them. There's not a lot of like at a superficial level, everybody knows what everybody else's problem is or what their possible Uh intent could be moving forward. It's just a matter of choosing someone to get revenge on or something. Even it's though it's straight up like Rich is talking to Kelly, like I'm, we're gonna vote Rudy, and then he goes to Rudy right afterwards, like we're gonna vote Kelly. Yeah. And it's just like it's chaos. That's it's the chaos. Thing. It's utter and chaos. And they're doing the best thing, which is like the thing that will confuse everybody the most is telling them the absolute truth. So I'm pretty sure him having horrible feelings and saying that he's gonna get these people off mm-hmm. is actually quite true. He just doesn't know what's gonna come into play yet. It can, could it could all be true. Can I also there. just say that? Um, this is the most fun I've had watching Survivor in a long time because, thank God, alliances are not fun to watch towards the end because it's just like the slow march yeah. to them having to devour themselves. And finally, finally we're starting episode to see it. 12, yeah. the penultimate episode, we finally get the climax of this shit. I'm very glad it's happening yeah, now. Yeah, it's real, real good. You're starting to see Kelly and Sue... Are having their fight Ugh. that's starting to emerge. They fight like I know it's a a real fight between real people, but it looked like two bad soap opera actors trying to improvise a fight scene right. because the sides got burnt in a freak Fresnel light explosion. <laughs> I've been your friend since day one. No, I'm going fishing. That's bull. Will you I talk swear. to me? No. Um, 
and then we follow that fight up, uh, that very sort of stilted fight up by, uh, an interview with Sue while she shaves her legs in a cesspool. There's a lot of like, we're now starting to see all of the material that they've acclimated throughout this mm-hmm. entire season. Pillows, target towels, uh, toothbrushes, yeah. uh, like all these. Yeah. The- Kelly has a toothbrush that looks like a pregnancy test. Yeah. It was really weird. Or like weird. a thermometer. Like it's a, like your, a rectal, a rectal. No, not- oh, okay. Um, they make ones for your mouth. <laughs> god damn it damn it are you sure are you sure um but yeah so (laughs) sue is shaving her legs and talking shit then rich is talking about how everybody all the men are like oh you know there's something happening between kelly and and sue and i'm definitely gonna exploit it and i was like none of you know what a female relationship is do you (laughs) none of you because then later on if later when they make up they're like (laughs) ebb and flow of like liking each other and then not liking each other and talking very plainly about what the issues are they're like oh yeah this is not gonna end well i'm like you have no idea (laughs) you have no idea you're like listen it's day 34 come day 35 they're gonna be bathing each other in the sea yeah like, don't pretend like you know what you're going to do with this or that you know what this is. But in a fit of rage, Sue decides it's time to spear some manta rays or whatever. Yeah, she walks off from Kelly being like, I'm going to go fishing, like trying to get away from the argument. And then um, she is down in the water and she pins this little ray up underneath a rock or something and it can't get out and it stings her. This is why you never fish angry. <laughs> That's true. It's they you say never. <laughs> never go fishing angry. <laughs> it's it's the second time apparently that she's yeah. been stung by one too. And very quickly and without much uh hoorah, uh she has medical attention. Like within the next shot, she has some sort of like plaster and wrap around her finger yeah. and her hand, which was swollen and blah 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 blah. It's nobody just, talks about the no medical intervention there. I mean, unless somebody's fainting or has like a bug crawling in and out of its ear, no uh, one's really gonna pay attention. Unless you're literally uh impacted from not pissing or shitting for ten days. You remember right, that one? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one later in the later season. They have to like medevac a guy out to like drain anyway. Everyone's homesick, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially Sean. Sean. Day no, wait. I wanna <laughs> I this. This want to say this. This is funny. Him. Sean's talking about how homesick he is, and he's like, I haven't left New York for this long ever. Every day since I've been here, since the first day, I've wanted to go home and see my family. And I was like, hmm. No, he doesn't say. This is the funny thing is he doesn't say his family first. He says his favorite restaurant. I miss my favorite restaurant. I miss the people at the restaurant. I miss my friends. I miss my family. I really have not been listening to Sean this entire episode. I am so happy that you're here. He is. To pick up the slug. He is insane. He's like, I just really miss like my favorite restaurant and the people <clears throat> at my favorite restaurant and eating at my favorite restaurant in New York, and also my friends and my family. Okay, but like his friends what? and his family don't give him nearly what? as much attention as the paid people <laughs> that work at that restaurant. Oh, the man's a menace to society. Day 35. Okay, there you go. There go. <laughs> um, they have a tree mail in the form of a bucket of mud that says dig in. I was really hoping that it was just going to be a bucket of mud. I was too. And that they didn't have any sort of like written note or poem or whatever they get. But they did. Something that was... Um, it's like wow, a what, why can't I think of that? Um, laminated. Thank you. Lam- wow. I got you. Thank you. Um, they had a laminated little card that had a riddle on it that I didn't write down. It says... Carry mud for an ice cold brew. 
I think that was the, like the last line of the yeah, poem. Yeah, but it's a reward challenge. And then next we see Jeff come up like within the mangrove and talking about <laughs> it. So basically they have to march over to the mud volcano, um, the other actor in this series, if you haven't known, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for a therapeutic him or her. Mm. There we go. <laughs> therapeutic mud bathing. And the reward is um, a beer and then also to be blindfolded and go a, to a bar. Uh, a Bud Light. Yeah, Alex. We learned very quickly it was a Bud Light, much to my dismay. Um, they go to a bar and they're allowed to watch the first five minutes of an episode of Survivor, the first episode of Survivor at the bar. So Jeff starts off his explanation by saying that this mud volcano, which is basically a little pile of mud uh, that kind of gurgles up mm-hmm. silt, um, he's like... The mud volcano is what created this island. And I don't I believe know, that at I all. I know. I thought about that as well. And I was like, maybe in like the 0.001% that this mud, by virtue <clears> on being on an island that was probably created by a volcano, is part of that volcano. You know what I mean? I mean, this is like how everyone's from like, Africa type thing. Yeah. Like that's what I was <laughs> This is like a, maybe a steam vent that mm. goes through a pile of wet mud but still at the very core like at an essence is is part of that volcano which made this island because it is in fact part of the island which was made by this it's volcano. just such a stretch yeah but you know what i appreciate mm. is even while he's lying he keeps it sexy that's what you gotta do that's because, the smoke yeah, and mirrors of it all smoke and button your shirt a little more you know what he's I mean? like i just felt like you guys needed to relax Oh gosh! You know, he's like, you guys, it's been so hard. It's, it's been so it's been hard. So, hey, listen, hard. you earned this. Yeah. And he like, he's it's talking like about. It's almost like he's this giving a massage to everybody while of, he says yeah, that. It's, it's really it's, great. He's <laughs> talking about how it's like a spa day. Like and a quick mud cut to him, bath. like behind people, like rubbing their shoulders, mm-hmm. and you're like, how did that? But it makes sense. Um, <laughs> so they're at the mud volcano, and the uh, challenge is to go. And put as much mud on their bodies as possible without, I believe, probably, like later on they do this. And one of the stipulations is, is that you can't carry in mm-hmm. your arms like yeah. a bunch of mud. So it just has to be on your body in some way. And then you run back to this bucket with your name on it. And you put all the mud into that bucket. And you have five minutes to do so. And the person that has the most weight in mud wins the reward challenge. And it's important to remember that the music during them doing this is i'm sure you wrote down something about it too alex but i wrote i just put a star that said music choice question mark i wrote saxophone and not paula abdul scatting yes but pretty close like an impersonator and it's supposed to be sexy but that in combination with the people that are doing this challenge makes it incredibly grotesque it's so grotesque we both we both wrote wrote that that down Like, I do not need to see Richard's flappy shorts covered in mud and and almost falling off it. Like, there was a bunch of stress on my life. If you can imagine, like, uh, Richard's shorts sagging off his ass while he runs away and just, like, big globules of mud, like, dripping off of his hairy back. It was just... While sex music is playing. Everyone else, because they're trying to hold the mud onto their bodies, do that really kind of offensive thing that people do when they're 
like let's say you just got your nails done like a pedicure uh-huh. or something the way that you walk sort of tentatively and like stilted or like an old person who just had a fall and finally doesn't have to use their walker walks really sort of oh my stilted god give me and like, one more i'm loving these analogies like someone is super super about to shit their pants yes. but there's a long <laughs> hallway to get there and so it's just like all these things that culminate in yep. like oh after this something bad's gonna happen or oh, just you're man. so at dis-ease throughout the entire thing and then also just wishing that nobody's pants come off like any of them i i don't want to see none of that speaking of an old person going through a fall rudy is throwing his body around like he's a 28 year old i don't think he's consciously doing it i think he's just falling as we learned in this episode he just doesn't have any control or knowledge over anything (laughs) so i'm really certain that he is just looks like a falling he looks like a 15 year old at the public park when some asshole set up a slip and slide and oh god not even that limber he looks like a stack of wood on top of two free going skis down a black (laughs) diamond like he has no control whatsoever and there's no cushioning to make him fall behind his falls is so much um kelly wins yeah she had about uh, 15.9 pounds and the only person that came close was sean at 15.4 um, she and Sean were the only ones also that put like mud on top of their head in their hair, which helps. Yeah. Um, but then they, so she wins and then they all leave camp to this civil war bugle <laughs> instrumental music. It's a few, it's a reference to a few good men when Maybe. they're walking out the door. Yeah. It's like the slow-mo pan up while are, they're all like walking and it like starts and their feet and pans all, like, up to their head. And the jiggles and the, and the clothes that are like and they weighted are with mud. And head to toe gray with this uh, volcano <sighs> mud. Yeah. It's such an interesting juxtaposition when they first met the Vulcan. Well, it was all the sexy young people of Pagong, really, wasn't it? And now it's all the weird old people of Toggy. <laughs> yeah, it's like and the people Kelly. that just and came Kelly. out of like some shit and should not be photographed. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally some shit. Uh, um, but then they make their slow descent into the sea as well. And the They'll- mud bath has seemed to relieved a lot of tension from everybody uh yeah. this is the point that jordan referenced before where it's like kelly and and sue are getting the mud out of each other's hair and blah blah, blah. and all the men are like i don't understand how they could be friends they're like we're the only two women on this fucking island we are going to- you all are stupid mm-hmm. and we hate you and honestly so i would obviously. agree i would think those two are the most tolerable out of anybody that's still left it's so true if i were sue and or kelly i would still only hand hang out with sue and or kelly yeah, exactly like, fuck that i don't know why you're so confused richard i don't know i know exactly why you're confused sean yeah Ugh. sean obviously doesn't get anything so it's nighttime, <laughs> and Kelly is whisked away, finally, uh, to the bar location. Did you notice that Jeff didn't get off the boat this time because he was so scarred from tripping <laughs> off of it in the previous episodes? I think it's every <laughs> single time he's come to this island. Every and time today he gets he's off like, the I boat, he falls. <laughs> he falls. Do you think it was him, or do you think it was a producer who was like, Hey, Jeff, wanted to talk to you a little bit about your disembarkments. I think, uh, no, I think <laughs> they didn't talk to him about it, but... They certainly like made it like, why was it at night? Why didn't she go directly yes. after? Well, it's, it's so yeah. that he, no one could see him getting off the boat or he couldn't see. So like, they're, you're like, Jeff, you're not even going to be able to see if you're landing properly. You should just stay on the boat. Very it, clever. It's very clever. <laughs> 
they take the boat to a really uh, a hoppin joint in Borneo called Survivor Bar with all the local extras. All the local extras <laughs> are there. The locals are really fucking suspicious of these two white people who come in, a man and a blindfolded woman. And did you see them playing uh, their version of craps, which is just a handful of Bud Light bottle caps that they've been throwing around a table? Do you see that I, fun action in the beginning wow, pan I didn't over? See that wonderful product Woo! placement. Um, so this fo- following this, you get, uh, Jeff goes up and he's like, Hey, can I get two buds? And the bartender's like, sure thing, mister, whatever you want. See? And he gives him two buds and two plates of really bad looking pasta, pasta with a jar red sauce on it. Yeah. I feel like they just really scrambled to put this thing together. (laughs) They spent so much money on the neon sign. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to put it in a sound set. We're going to reshoot it later. (laughs) And then Jeff is doing like a little, uh, friendshipy bar talk with Kelly. I love them together. They're so much like, they actually seem like they have a good vibe of friendship. The thing is, is Jeff is that friend. The shit stir? Yes. Oh, I love those friends. And he's the one who comes up. He goes, he just looks in her eyes. He goes, how you holding up? Jeff is me. Jeff is, and and he knows that she's <laughs> got so me. much oh, under the surface, and she just unloads. He goes, "Wow, that's in, that's intense, man. I didn't know any of that." And you know, he's in on it. You know, he's going to be bringing these things up. But Jordan, here he I am is. so sorry. I'm just thinking that is me to a T. Hey, I need to hey, stop Alex. this. Hey, Alex. What? How you holding up? <laughs> Two can play that game. I'm just thinking too much. Um, (laughs) But so basically, it's it's a mini interview with maybe like a a bottle of of brew that has maybe like nine percent alcohol or less. Wow, Alex, this is a Bud Light. It's maybe three. three. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Kelly wants to smooth things over with Sue. She's like, well, there was a lot of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. And the thing that she's worried about is Sue, which I would do fine. And she also says uh, that she realized we're not bad people. We just play them on TV, much like Sean plays a doctor in, in real, real life. life. <laughs> <laughs> but she understands oh, their role yeah. there. And yeah. I don't know. I, I just I'm glad it was her because I think anybody else that was chosen, it would be so fucking painful to listen or watch that segment. It was like the whole segment was made for her. Also getting to watch her and Jeff be so excited to see the first five minutes of the first episode before that, it yeah. airs. The joy on each of their faces. Even Jeff Probst, who is like looking at his face on TV, is like, oh my God, that's me. That's so cool. Yeah. It's like Jeff before Jeff, you know? He is <laughs> he is him and he is a beautiful man also future him but he is also i'm losing the thread here <laughs> I don't know wait what hold on saying. we know him as the television persona jeff probst and we see the origin story happening in this first season <laughs> but in that moment we got to actually see his first moment of recognition that like holy shit this is really cool what i'm doing do you think he'd seen it beforehand I don't know, honestly, because his reactions were really, really good. Aww. His shit-eating... Are you tearing up? No, I'm thinking Alex. about something else. I'm trying to be present, but I'm like already away mentally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
stop the podcast. I'm She's so, gone. So, we lost her. I was sorry because I didn't really watch this part because I was like annoyed. So it's day 36. Oh. That's what happens. Sue and Kelly try to patch things up. Uh, Sue says that she needs to align with Rich if she wants to make it to the final two. She openly says that to Kelly. Kelly's like, yes, I understand. They have the fight where it's like, I'm going to give you my clearest intentions and I'm going to say it's married couple therapy speech. Oh my God, yes. I hear you and I respect what you're saying and it is valid, but I also need to tell you that blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is. Yes, completely. So seemingly, if you put their words down in transcript, you would think that something would be resolved. But really, they're not actually saying what's truly going on, which is like Sue's coming from a place of fear and being like, I don't want to be betrayed by somebody I thought was my friend. And Kelly's like, I think that you betrayed me, too. And then also, like, I need this money really bad because I'm living with a shitty boyfriend named Tracy. Todd. Tracy. It is Tracy. It is Tracy. And I can't pay the mortgage on all of my fleets of kayaks and I need (sighs) this. And yeah. And just feeling rejected and wanting to have someone that they can hold on to. Like, where's Kelly's mom? Why didn't Kelly's mom send her a video? Where's Sue's friends? You know what I mean? There's a lot unsaid. There's a lot unsaid. That's and with very that, true. we move forward with them deciding that they're going to keep it civil, even though they thought that they decided it yesterday. But you got to reinforce those things sometimes. Sue really is like an emotional child, too. She's very like hair trigger and she keeps everything in these really weird like black and white. She's an absolutist. Yeah, for she's sure. an absolutist. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Um. Which speaks, oh, that makes me so sad, actually, because it speaks to someone that's like very, very lonely and like very sensitive. So she doesn't reach out to people a lot. So when she does, it's like the thing that might kill her. You know what I mean? Like that's anyways. And then Sean is now in it to win it, guys, which is laughable. (laughs) And I said, every time Sean talks strategy, I just don't give a fuck because it means nothing. There's this whole thing about him like. I think I could really exploit this uh, Sue and Kelly thing. Mm-mm. No, you can't, Sean. He is Stop trying. Not intelligent enough for that, and also would be eaten alive. Yeah, if he tried in any measure to move in on what was happening in that conversation. Do you remember the thing where they decided they're going to be friends again, Sue and Kelly, and so they're like doing some laundry together on the beach, mm-hmm. and Sue's putting mud on a mosquito net, being like, "I'm making a sarong." <laughs> I'm making a I'm making a mosquito net sarong and this wave comes in and while she's like putting mud on this mosquito like, oh, net fuck. and it like washes off all the mud she is I'm making a mosquito ah oh, damn ah <laughs> oh, damn it that was a good uh, moment <laughs> and now ladies and gentlemen we get the setup for um immunity Jeff Probst is missing in the jungle (gasps) and left a Blair Witch style camcorder with a recording of him walking through the jungle that will give them clues for their next (laughs) immunity challenge. This is the dumbest clue ever, It's the dumbest thing. And then we also get to see Jeff Probst act. I was really hoping that they wouldn't show his face. It would just be like, you know, a lot of heavy breathing behind the camera and like, look at this plant, look at this, and then like a mask. Oh my gosh. And then he wouldn't say anything. The the up the nose Blair Witch shot. And they've obviously like misted down his face with with water so that he looks sweatier. And he does this really bad clue giving thing. It's really funny too because they're just given the the camcorder and so there's like this whole (laughs) blundering scene beforehand where they're like, 
Oh, we got a camera. Uh, okay. If Kelly wasn't there, how would they have done this? <laughs> they yeah, would not have been like, able. Sue's like, how do you play this thing? And Richard's like, you press play. <laughs> and Kelly's like, give me that. Yeah. <laughs> you old, old people. Uh, but like, I just, I really do wish that they hadn't shown Jeff Probst too, acting. Because it was like watching Stephen Colbert in an early episode of like SVU. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it's it. It's just too much. You're it's doing just, too much. But anyway, so it says the main thing is they show you a mask as a little bit of foreshadowing. And then he says, Pagong Beach, sundown, um, blah, blah, blah. And then we all so walk to that. Pagong Beach. <laughs> they do it at sundown. And we find out what tribal count. Nope. What immunity? Yeah. Oh, God, I really lost all my immunity. It consists <laughs> of five masks hidden in the jungle representing jungle spirits. Um Jeff is sitting down on some logs with everybody and he starts telling him all these trivia questions or whatnot. And it seems like they have not been prepped for this at all. He sits them down. He's just like, we're going to talk a little bit about the jungle spirits. Mm -hmm. And he just starts going on this lecture about Mm -hmm. Borneo. I mean, maybe uh, like folklore, basically. Yeah. Um, And then after. So you want to go through some of the fun folklore pieces that he said? Because I wrote them down. Sure, you wrote them down. I did So here's a good one. If you're lost in the jungle, never shout your name. Whisper it. Because if you (laughs) shout your name, the jungle spirits will capture it. It's like in Africa with hyenas. And they'll they'll shout it back to you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then try to get you lost and then eat you. So if you shout, uh, if you shout out to someone... The way to retake your name is by making a hoop of vines, stepping through it, and then saying your name again, and that recaptures your name. Mm-hmm. Next one is, everyone who went to tribal council and got voted out had their torch blown out. Well, everyone sensed the merger. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> They, well, that's so they different. start out really strong with that, and then later on they say most people, and then at tribal council they're like everyone since the merger. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to be very clear up front. Um, and then the next one is that uh, he's like, you guys know how I always blow that conch shell before tribal council. Well, in in Borneo folklore, that will bring the rain. Have you noticed that it's rained at every tribal council? Dun, dun, dun. Like it's rained every day, Jeff. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, so that's been basically, that was attached to the headhunters. They'd go out and they'd mm-hmm, decapitate yes. somebody, which was not really explained further than that. I'm yeah. going to have to do some research because I didn't really feel like that was a whole story. Oh, I know all about headhunters. You so, want to hear yes, about it? Yes, yeah. please. So there's this thing about like headhunting tribes where it's this sort of like collective tribal frenzy. Where in moments of extreme rage or passion, they will galvanize around this ritual where they will go out and take a head, which is basically go to infiltrate another tribe. I was, and, yeah, I was wondering if it was one yeah. of their own. Okay. No, it's a tribe to tribe. But then afterwards, it's like a cleansing ritual to like expel this sort of pent up um, collective energy Mm -hmm. that they have and usually they have like a word that's not very translatable into english for it and then it's as weird that i know all this no i love Um, this and then apparently in borneo something they do is they'll blow a conch shell at the end of it to finish the cleansing ceremony and usher in the rainfall that cleanses their sins cleanses them of 
Oh. I'm guessing that sin is a very yes. uh, Western yes. idea to put yes. on it, but they have some sort of idea that what they have just done is something that needs to be cleansed or forgiven or whatever. So that's that's a fun I'm thing. I'm going to do so much reading. <laughs> I know, I'm too. so excited. <laughs> oh, also don't disrespect snakes because they're bad luck. Um, but also Richard, like, just They didn't mention that. They only mentioned snake. Joel. They're yeah. like, he taunted a snake and he left. There was right like a after. whole extended sequence of Richard like throwing a snake into water over and over again because he quote unquote wanted to watch it swim. But we and skated he's doing over that just real fine quick. Right now. Um is that the last one? That's the last one. Okay. And so those are the the main points of trivia or of information rather that Jeff gives them. And then what the survivors are tasked with is to go into the jungle where they're going to find five different masks. Um, And on the back of each mask, there is a question that they have to answer about the material they just learned. Each of them are carrying a camcorder of sorts and they have to videotape themselves reading the question and answering it. And the first person that goes to all five masks and brings them back with the correct answer recorded wins immunity. Um, so from the get-go, <laughs> Kelly is on it. Kelly's kicking she's ass. She's running mm-hmm. real fast. And I think Sue's quite, she's behind her, but after a few turns, you realize that Sue didn't really comprehend everything mm-hmm. or like didn't ingest it. So she's not giving the right answers, but Kelly's on it for those you that know were paying my, attention. My money was on uh, Rudy, though. Which is weird because he really didn't do that good. (laughs) So Rudy has a tendency of just sort of loping around and not giving 100%. I mean, see the mud challenge, please. Um, But Rudy will go up to a mask kind of like through the question and then just... (laughs) Yeah, he goes he up to tilts the f- it like just to the right of his nose. We only know it's Rudy because he has like a, a partial, partial one yeah, it's eighth like of his, his face it's showing. It's like his left eye and left nostril <laughs> in the frame. He's everyone's grandfather who just like videotapes his feet. Yeah, <laughs> um, but so many questions. It's just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he, and then he continues like he's he gonna win it. if he just gets through all of it. He like, does it what? three times. It's like. What is the significant? What is the significance of the conch shell and the ceremony? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm like, why do you continue? If the spirits cause you to become lost in the jungle, what should you do to you find your way home? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Kelly is back first, <laughs> and she wins. Thank God. Yeah, uh, I love her and Jeff together. They're super bro. Dude, two for two. Yeah, Kelly is girl. murdering it Thank right God. now. Thank God. I yes. really, obviously, she's my favorite. Um, Mine too. And then it's raining again. And, you know, you got Sean talking about how he's in it to win. He's going to win this thing. And then it's him like under a solitary parachute while everybody else is in the canopy being like, why is he out there? Um, <laughs> Rudy has been promised by Richard that they're the final two. Um, and Rich is a little nervous of the power redistribution between said, him yeah, and Kelly. He says he hasn't lost power, but he has lost some footing. Which is <laughs> the same thing. I haven't <laughs> lost power. Just Kelly has now more of it. <laughs> um, oh, what a weasel. And this is the first time, I think, actually going into tribal council that I don't know yeah. where the votes are going to go. It was very fun because they walk into tribal yeah. council and they all sit down and it is tense 
because it seems like no one's actually made their mind up yet. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so we get some uh, little shots of the jury coming in. Newest member, Colleen, in her manic pixie sundress. Mm-hmm. She's looking so cute. She is looking cute. I um, really didn't pay attention to them. Jen is wearing a hat. Jen That's what I realized. A really crazy hat. It's fun. Is it a fedora? I think it was a fedora. It's I think black fedora. I'm pretty sure she was wearing a fedora. Uh, Avril Lavigne. And uh, we get a little little check in. Yeah. With Jeff. Jeffy boy scoots on up. And he's he's like, like, hey, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, there's somebody else beforehand, but I didn't write it down. He goes, Kelly. There we go. How much did you need that immunity? And she's like, so much. I, a, a lot. I would have been going home going, if yeah. I didn't have this. He's like, really? Okay. She's like, yeah, dude. You were there. We talked about this. We got beers. Yeah. She's like, there's <laughs> freaking three days left, man. Like the dynamics have completely shifted. I'm like, got a target on my back now for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and then he, and then he. <laughs> Um, and then he goes to Rich and he's like, hey, Rich, your boy. And then Rich is like, yes. <laughs> so creepy. Um, he's like, what do you think that the viewers, like the the American audience is going to think of you? What do you hope that they think? Oh, and then Rich does some talk talking and then he kind of settles on like the I hope that they respect my intention from the beginning to make ethical maneuvers. And they can see that all that I've done has been in pursuit of the goal that I had from the beginning type deal. And everyone's like, yeah, that's probably what they'll say. <laughs> that tracks. And then they go to Rudy mm-hmm. and um, sort of the same question or rather like, what do you think the Atlantic fleet? Well, is yeah, he's think like, How, what do you think? You got people back home rooting for you? He's like, yeah, well, the whole Atlantic fleet's going to be rooting for me. They think I'm a crazy old guy out here just doing this thing where I come out and live on an island for a little while. It's crazy. And then Rich goes, what are they going to say about you living with a homo? fun and he goes wow you know and jeff's like no 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 let's actually talk about this because you made some (laughs) jokes thank you for the out um and then rudy's response is i'm gonna at the end of this thing i'm gonna shake his hand and hope to never see him again and uh he's been nothing but consistent great for him (laughs) nothing but consistent great um then we go to sean and kind of the same question like what do you hope your legacy in the show is gonna be and but he asks it he frames it in a way of like that jury over there that you see, oh, right, it's yeah. all members of Pagong. So, Sean, what do you think they think of you playing this game? And then he goes on this little thing where he talks about how different and unique he is. He's a special little flower. <laughs> and uh, that he's not worried about judgment from the jury because he's, he's nice. been a good guy and he feels good about everything, everything that he's done. It's funny to me because Sean's making this argument, but he also seems like the perfect stereotype of a guy who'd be like, Oh man, good guys always finish last. I'm sure he will say that in the yes. next episode. <laughs> I... Wait, you mean this episode? No, the next, the last episode, like when the jury all has their due, like they all get to say something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'll mention something. Oh, and then also at the end of this episode. The next question is for Sue mm-hmm. and it's a really, really good it's one. It's doozy. I liked it. He says in the beginning of this, Sue, you were talking to Richard and you said, I'm a redneck. And corporate America ain't going to play here. Mm-hmm. But last week, you went on a real strange sort of Illuminati rant about how uh, corporations are alliances and governments alliances and everything's an alliance in the corporation and it's it all, all has money. to do with money. Yeah. So uh, where are you coming from? What happened? What's the deal? 
And she basically says that because he's asking whether simple Midwestern value or corporate America is running this game. And she goes, well, the game's not over yet. So you really can't definitively answer that question. And then she also does a cop out type of caveat where she's like, I think we've learned that caveat rather um, money is everything. Money makes the world. Yeah. People get divorced for not having enough money. Money helps you out. So blah, blah, blah. So she said a bunch of nothing, but that was a great question. It's a really good question. Um, and now, Jordan. Yes, Alex. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you going to vote for? I have two answers good i was hoping you would yes girl so i did two different criteria one was yes, as a viewer girl. one was as a player yes oh no i didn't do that but okay yes, so girl. as a viewer uh get rid of sean i can't watch him anymore he's <laughs> killing me and i just want him gone please get rid of him but as a player this is the weakest richard has ever been now is the time make the play get him out he is on yes girl shaky ground this is the time get rid of richard i yes i also went for my first answer get rid of richard i did it because i'm still trying to make the capitalism thing happen um (laughs) i was kind of in the shoes of kelly and there are like two different plays you can make right now so if you're getting rid of a despotic sort of robber baron that is richard um, that is the first thing because you're setting you chaos into motion and everybody else is going to free for all if they don't have that kingpin. Sees the methods of production. Yes. In a sense, it would probably, that is kind of what you would want to go for. In my estimation, if I were Kelly, that's what I would want to go for. Um, to thrust everybody else into chaos so there's no like static voting rule, mm-hmm. which there has been up until this point because yeah. people are kind of predictable and like really into comfort. Yeah. Um, But then there's also the other side of that, which kind of might yield the same results, where if you want to play within the system, then you get rid of Rudy because he is that constant vote that has no mind of his own and will do whatever Richard says and has never been off voting since the alliance was made. So if you get rid of him, then that despot or that 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 main person doesn't have any sycophants or doesn't have people that are just he doesn't have a an extra vote for no reason. Mm-hmm. So it would still thrust people into chaos because now he doesn't have a governable force because mm-hmm. Sue is already on her own, basically, in thinking. Yeah. And probably the reason that she'd want to stay with Richard in the first place is because she because Richard has an extra vote in Rudy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people don't vote Rudy off. This has been a constant theme for these last either, few episodes. Man. Nobody wants to touch him. And I'm thinking, why? You know why? It's because he's forgettable. I, yes, you he has been under the radar. He's stayed under the radar. But at this, but dear God, if you're thinking about Richard at all, you have to think about Rudy. It's so true. The record has been there this entire time, and without Rudy, that makes Rich even more vulnerable than he mm-hmm. is now. Like if they had Rudy off last time, he, Richard would have been gone if they yeah, got him off last time. Absolutely. So those would be my two. That's good, actually. Um, I agree with things because uh, I think Rudy. the more that you can make it chaotic, the more it will truly be an every man, every woman for themselves type of game. Mm-hmm. Even though they're already touting that, which is not true because it's like Rich has two votes. Like that's it. Um. So now we get into voting, and as they go to the 
uh, confessional cabana, whatever. Uh, we only see Sean vote for Sue for not any reason in particular. And then right afterwards, he says for self-preservation. And that the friends. And that they're like, always oh. going to be friends. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, I'll see you after this. No, you won't. Shut up, Sue Sean. then votes for Sean with a curt good luck. Yeah. And then when Jeff Probst comes back out, uh, he tallies the votes. And Rudy has voted for Sean. Sean has voted for Sue. Sue has voted for Sean. Kelly has voted for Sean. And Rich has voted for Sean. So it seems like the alliance is actually quite intact. But you know what's crazy about it? Hmm. Sean's torch was blown out and Jeff Probst is spooked. He's like, wow, guys. If you notice, the jury has no idea what the fuck they're talking about. That's the best thing. They're all over there like, why are we spending so much time on this? His torch blew out. Did you notice that? Great. Wow. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. I didn't come on the show to make friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of Back to Reality. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can tweet us at thisisb2r or email us at thisisb2r at gmail.com. You can also donate to us using our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thisisb2r. Or if you're just like not trying to give money away to random strangers you've listened to in your ears once or twice, or maybe even three times, you can just go onto iTunes and you can leave us a review. Five stars is the max. Ain't so gonna just cost you anything, but you're conscious. Cost you nothing. So do it. Yeah. What you waiting for? No. <laughs> you know? Please stop. Hey. Ugh. Hey guys, what you waiting for? <sighs> Next week on Back to Reality. <laughs> Next week we're gonna be watching the last episode, <laughs> y'all. Survivor season one, episode thirteen, the final four. Only one castaway can win the ultimate prize. Um, We didn't get a teaser for the next episode, so we have no clue what's going to happen. It's going to be very exciting. There is four left. You're going to have one final immunity where the last one of the four is going to go. And then the last three are going to be subjected to the jury's final vote. I think it's just the last two in the first season. I think they find a way to weed two people out first. I'm pretty sure. Let's find out. It's going to be fun. Mm.